Welcome to What's Poppin'. This week, my guest is Marty Kosky. Marty, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, you're welcome. So Marty is the first person we've had in a while from the congregation to be interviewed. And so I thank you very much for for agreeing to come on the show. He also was the first person to be voted on by other people. And so we might start doing this where if you have somebody you want to hear from in the congregation, let me know who that is, and then I'll reach out to them and see if they will be willing to come on the show because it worked for Marty. Marty. How long have you lived in the area? Let me just say, when your family stuffs the ballot box, that <laughs> that probably has something to do with it. Um, how long? True. Have, how, <laughs> how long have we lived in the area? So, Eli is eight. He's turning nine in February. So it will be nine years. It'll be nine years. He nine was years. Born in California oh. in February. We moved. We came Christmas. The Christmas before that, and never left. So where were you before? Before we were in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Uh, and so Natalie was born in in Pennsylvania. What brought you out here? Uh, Candace's work. She she got a job um, with a food tech company. Yeah. And so we uh, wanted to be closer to family and to familiar areas, and so we we ended up moving back here. Okay. All right. How'd you get to Prince of Peace then? Uh, Palmares Road. <laughs> um, <laughs> only because 880 traffic was 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 rather uh, cumbersome. Because um, you guys don't live close. No, no. So from Castor Valley, no, no, no. That, yeah, yeah we Palmaris and Niles Canyon and, and art. But anyway, um, how did we get to Principe? So we started at Calvary in uh, San Lorenzo. Yeah. Um, they had a school. It was closer to us. And then one thing led to another, and the school closed while mm-hmm. Natalie was in kindergarten. That was the last year that that was open. Yeah. She's in sixth grade now. So. Calvary closed uh, the school, mm-hmm. and so we were looking for a church school situation combination. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so um, at the time, Candace was working in Redwood City, and okay. so this is all on the way to there. To and there, so yeah. we drove. Yeah, we we made the decision to enroll Natalie in. She was on the wait list for kindergarten, but first grade. Okay, here at Prince of Peace, and then just continued on um, that. And so wherever we went to school, we were going to was going to be our church home. Yeah, and so that's how we ended up here. Great. Great. Once you get to be like my age around there, you think more nostalgically about the past. And sometimes things are, you think, oh, even that was cruddy, that was great. And so I just, what was your first car? My first car was my parents' 1988 Chevy Celebrity. It was gold. Nice. I think it was an 88. <laughs> it was either 86 or 88. It would have been the last car as a kid that I. It was a new car that I threw up in when we received it at the house um, and I got in. Um, I, that was how we um, started every new car um, was I proceeded to throw up in it. Um, but it was gold. An odd way to initiate a car. Exactly. But it had uh, power windows and power door locks. And oh, wow. It was fantastic because it replaced something that was all manual. Yeah. Um, but it still had two keys, a door key and an ignition key. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're at no key. Yeah, my first vehicle was an 84 Impala, which I inherited. Uh, Also had two keys. Yeah. 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 Kids have no idea what that is. No, they have no clue. And so that car was mine until it died in college. It died in college. It it went a lot of places for me. I I drove the 84 Impala for a long time. And then I had a buddy who's like, I love that car. And he paid me a thousand bucks for it. And it was like way more than it was worth. (laughs) That thing could seat six had a bench seat up yep. front yep 
couple of people in the trunk potentially <laughs> that type of thing never did that but it was a big trunk yeah um that was a that was a good car that was a good car that was the car i got my license in when i was 16. yeah, yeah. where I did you get your license where would you live st louis st louis yeah west county yeah st louis it was back. west county yeah all right back when we turned 16 you got uh you went to denny's and had breakfast really free. yep denny's had free breakfast when you turned well, on your birthday so this makes more sense. I remember uh, talking about with you and Natalie about gooey butter cake and about how that's so good if you've had it before. And so a gooey butter cake is a St. Louis thing. Yep. Another St. Louis thing would be fried toasted ravioli. Toasted ravioli. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Which is really good if you if it if it's good, it's good. Yes. If it's not, it's a dry mess. Yeah. 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 You can't get toasted ravioli out here, can you? I wouldn't even try. Yeah. I I would skip it on a menu. Yeah. Out here. yeah. So toasted ravioli, gooey butter cake, and pork shoulder. It's a pork steak. It's a thin, pork steak, thin yeah. sliced pork steak with barbecue sauce barbecue on it. Barbecue sauce, yeah. Yeah. Is that shoulder though? I don't know. But it's a pork steak. It's thin, a pork steak. Thin. <laughs> yep. It's a thin pork steak and finish it off with some Ted Drew's frozen custard. Ted Drew's. Oh man. Yeah. That's that's good stuff. Yeah. Which one did you go to? Because there's two. Uh, I was never driving. So oh. wherever we would end up. Probably Chippewa. Yeah. I don't know. I would just go and I would never say no. Oh, no. Yeah, so, ever. Yeah. Yeah. So Ted Drews, for those of you who are listening, and also why I know so much about this is because the seminary I went to was in St. Louis. So I spent three years of my life there as well. Uh, Ted Drews is a an institution uh, in St. Louis where it is busy year round and it's a custard place. My favorite was the Tadads. <clears throat> and so that was a Ted had a favorite cookie, which was like a cinnamon type butterscotch cookie, which they put into the custard, which I liked quite a bit. And you could buy your Christmas tree there. Yes. Not that we ever did, but you could buy your Christmas you tree could. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Switching gears a little bit. What are two things from the message last Sunday that made you think, sounded good, or caused you to react in some way? So, yeah, Sunday's message I caught online because yeah. we were um, not able to uh, attend, but so it was fantastic that it was online. But for me, it was, to, to, I don't say to think differently, but the kids' message is there for more than just the kids. For sure, yeah. The the hymns are there for more than just to sing because it's hymn 372. Like, right. they're actual words and yep. they actually have meaning. And so, for me, it's, you know, the to think about what's in the word what's mm. what's in the song what's in the the bible passage what's in the rather than just say the words on the screen yeah but to actually read the words on the screen and think about the words on the screen and, yeah and listening to the kids message or going to foundations and frameworks even if you don't have somebody who's there yeah to be able to wow that's the basics or that's something from a different light i i sat in with Natalie once when Kendra was talking about prayer yeah. and how to pray and yeah. and just, well, yeah, that's such a basic thing that if you've been sitting in the same pew in the same service over and over and over again, it's right. just, it always happens. It's always the same thing. And so here's a different take on it and yeah. how to think about Sunday mornings a little bit different. That idea of staying amazed, right? Yes. And, and looking at fresh eyes and letting it kind of wash on you anew by paying more attention to what's going on. Yes, and not that you have to, you know, switch out of your favorite pew or go to a oh, different yeah, yeah. service, which would- But you- Well, you, you could. You could, <laughs> and you, you could switch out of your favorite pew and sit a little closer, that'd be fine. <laughs> Just don't take our pew. Uh, but if you, but to but to, to 
be engaged in, in the kids message or to to come to one of those other classes and, and yeah. so i you know listen to you know i'm going with eli's um age and and yeah and, and the class the that's pop kids stuff the pop yeah. kids but also i'm taking a break from that and going to a bible study and, and thinking about okay i just heard about just thought about this in in, in with pop kids and now yeah here's a different take on it with uh, with an adult twist. adult twist on it yeah cool Anything else from Sunday's service or message? Uh, there was the statement that that God knew the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, God knows the Old Testament. I thought yeah. that was, uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the things that popped out to me was the very beginning that Pastor Zelt was talking about with how Mark starts the gospel mm-hmm. and how that connects to sort of a, a way of making announcements and that Mark was doing something very specific and talking about there's a new era that has begun with Jesus uh, starting his ministry on earth. I never really thought about it that way. Um, I never thought about the eras before, but like putting yourself in that day and time mm-hmm. when this was written, like this is ground shattering stuff, right? Like like the, a brand new era, like a real brand new era. God is doing something with this. Pay attention. Yeah. And mimicking language from the Old Testament. Mimicking yeah. Yep. Genesis. Yep. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. I'm actually working on the message for this Sunday. I'm I'm preaching and even in just a couple of verses, the way the New Testament writers can echo the Old Testament and bring to mind whole things, which is a few words here or there. Uh it's just it's just amazing. There there, there is no literature like the Bible. There just <laughs> there just isn't. <laughs> yeah. Marty, I hope you enjoyed this question when I sent it to you beforehand. If you were something that lived in the water, what would you be and why? So I have two things. One, as I was driving down, I, I came up with the, I don't even know the type of turtle that, that beaches in Hawaii. Okay. Um, it's a sea turtle. A sea, a sea turtle of some sort that yeah. they keep the kids away from and yeah, they yeah. keep everybody away from, but it gets to enjoy our fi- one of our favorite beaches in Hawaii. That's fantastic. So that's that's one. The other, if I could be a sea turtle I, because you could be on the beach where you want to be, because <laughs> I could be on a beach in Hawaii and have people Great. keeping other people away from me, which would be fantastic. The other, I love that. All right. The other thing that the my first thought was, I want to be an Alaskan salmon. Yeah. If I'm gonna get eaten, because if I'm if I'm in the yeah, ocean, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get eaten by a bear that can figure out how to get me as yeah. I'm swimming upstream. Okay. Or yeah, I'm gonna get caught in a line or a net. But by golly, I'm gonna taste good. You're gonna taste really good on yes. a bagel with cream cheese, <laughs> some capers, yeah. and a red onion. I yeah, mean, that's true. What's worse than that? Uh, There's a lot of things worse. That's but, worse, but what, that, that's a pretty that's good way to pretty go. Pretty good, yeah. Gonna, pretty tasty way to go. Well, although you don't get to experience it yourself. I mean, you're experiencing the situation, but right, not yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm gonna be eaten, I want to make somebody happy. Somebody and, happy. Yeah. Or you could smoke salmon is just. Yep. So good. Or you could fry me in a pan with some with some butter and you know not fry me, but cook me in a pan with some butter and some or or however. But I'm gonna be tasty. Salmon so. is a versatile fish. Yes, it really is. <laughs> yeah, Lauren makes a uh, couple kinds of salmon for us on special occasions, and one is a maple glaze. Ooh, so good. Yeah, it's Ooh. like candy on top. <laughs> Ooh, encrusted with pecans or walnuts mm, or something. That would yeah. be. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. Well, Marty, I appreciate <laughs> you being willing to be voted on to the show uh, and coming and when picking up your kids and stopping in and being willing to be interviewed. So thanks for coming up. You're welcome.